are Gathering of the Geeks, podcast and YouTube show built around the things we as geeks all love. Hashtag we gather on Sundays. Thank you for checking out the one where we kill the Justice League. I'm one of your hosts, Emmett, and I'm joined by the Ted Lasso to my coach, Beard, Chris Evans. Chris, how are you? Good. I need to make the intro longer so I can do the tweet while it's still on. Yeah, I was going to say, you're looking down like you're reading a book there. What it's you... a good book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Gathering of the Geeks is available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Gathering of the Geeks and you will find us. Uh, hello to everybody in the chats on this fine Sunday Oscar evening. Um, uh, Phil, Eric, uh, grabs for a bit. Zeddy uh, jumped in to say hello. Uh, thanks for uh, hanging out for a little while, at least while Chris and I ramble on as we usually do. Always love oh. the Grogu hat. Yeah. Phil, I didn't know Jamie Lee Curtis got the Oscar already. That's awesome. Yeah, they did the supporting actors first, I think. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm hoping um, Barry Keoghan or Keoghan, the guy, I'm hoping mm-hmm. he wins for Banshees of Inisherin, but I know he's not. He did. He has no chance. That was, that, that was the first one. Oh, was uh, it? Who won? Yeah. Uh, what's his name from Everything Everywhere All at Once? Sure, oh, okay. Right. That's, good too. that's good, too. Yeah, I was going to say, it's hard to feel bad <laughs> about yeah, I don't. that. But that guy <laughs> so, won. He can, but yeah, Barry's got, I'm sure Barry has a future of Oscar nominations. I know. Uh, I just think of Barry, Barry Keoghan and, and Banshees so much. I just think about that so, performance so often. It's it's crazy. I think of that, but honestly, I go back to um, The Killing of a Sacred Deer a lot. Mm. Because I, I think that's the first movie I really pay attention to him in. Mm-hmm. And he is so creepy in that movie. That's a, Colin Farrell's in that one too, right? Yes. Yeah. They're, yeah. He, buds. They might be. I hope they are. I like that they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if they would be. Because that makes me think if we ever see Penguin and Joker together, um, mm-hmm. to borrow from our friend Nico, electric. <laughs> electric. <laughs> electric. Electric. I would love to see them together. <laughs> And yeah, I, uh, I agree. Phil Barry will be back at the Oscars. I think it's guaranteed. He's too good. Mm-hmm. He's so good. last year at this time, I don't think we were we did a show on Oscar Sunday. If I can't remember correct, like I remember we didn't do a, a Super Bowl one, obviously last year and this year as well. And yeah, I, I don't think I. No, I, I'm saying we did do a show oh, on oh, those yes, days, yes. but I don't know if we did a show on Oscar Sunday last year. I can't I don't remember. remember. Um, this happening because I remember like the Will Smith thing was happening and I had seen it on my phone. I wasn't watching it. We did not. Yes, that's correct. We did not do one on the Oscar Sunday. So we must, we must have taken that Sunday off, but um, not because we're watching it though. Yeah. The, the, the Oscars and watching the, 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 the telecast is a lot like not watching the Super Bowl for me. It's just something I'm not overly interested in. And you're the same way, Chris. Yeah, or, I mean, or any award show, or really, or you don't, I'm not a fan of. Like, I, I think we've talked about the idea of awards. Mm-hmm. I think before, but even just the show itself is just something that doesn't interest you. No, I used to love the Oscars and the Golden Globes. I would yeah. make it a point to watch all the films, and mm-hmm. you know, okay, these are my picks. I, I love doing that before, but now yeah. I just don't. I don't have the time, I guess. Mm-hmm. And also, I don't care to watch as many of those movies anymore either. Right. Um, I really, mostly I watch stuff that interests me instead of, oh, it's going to be nominated, so I want to check it out. Mm-hmm. There's a different a different way to look at it for me, I guess. Mm-hmm. Plus, That's Bones fair. and All is not nominated, I think. So. <laughs> what a disgrace. It is a disgrace. <laughs> but no, I think it's fun still. I, the, people that, <clears throat> the people who do watch and have their picks, I think it's awesome. I like reading their stuff. If that makes sure. sense. Yeah. Like a lot of my friends are really into it. So I like yeah. seeing what they say. 
it, it, it's easier for me to be excited about somebody else being excited about it <laughs> rather mm-hmm. than me be excited about it. So I, yeah. I, I was the same with you. I spent years being obsessed with the Oscars and, you know, filling out my own little bracket and, and what have you and that kind of stuff. And I just, like you, I just, I don't have the, I don't have the the, the space in my brain to, to mm-hmm. do that anymore. So I, I'm happy for Phil and Zeddy's all over and or Nico's all over it. Um, I'm happy for them and excited for them because I don't need to be, and I can't be. <laughs> I also enjoy their picks because like if a lot of stuff that um, Zeddy and Nico, for example, when they, the last stuff they like, I also like. So, mm-hmm. you know, if, if I see their review for it, I'll check it out. And sure. most of the time we're on the same page. Yep. <laughs> it's easier when other people do the work. Yes. <laughs> we just, we just ride along at the back. <laughs> and I will check out everything all, everywhere all at once at some point. I'm really surprised you haven't seen that yet. That's, that seems strange to me. I just haven't sat down to watch it. I will though. Maybe if it wins tonight, I will. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll give it yeah. You'll have no reason. There'll be no excuse this time. I think out of the films nominated, Banshees of Inner Sharon is my favorite. Hmm, nice. I think. I, I don't know. I have to look at the list again. But I love that movie, so it's going to be hard to top it. Yep. Yeah, I, was, I think it was uh, Nico and Zeddy. They did their um, Oscar picks, and I was surprised that neither of them picked anything from them, like even screenplay or... Um, I was expecting screenplay, but I think they picked... Both of them picked women talking. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's going to be going to be interesting. Uh, Grab says, I love when Billy Crystal would do the clips from the movies and then insert himself into the movie. It's the only <laughs> thing I've ever watched. I didn't know he did that. Or if I did, I forgot. I thought there was one time where he was like dressed up in the full Hannibal Lecter gear. Like he was in the dolly with the mask and had the straight jacket on and everything. That sounds like an MTV Awards movie. That's what I was thinking. Thing. <laughs> but but I, I think I'm into that. I love Billy Crystal, so I'm into that. Sure. I kind of miss that he's not in stuff anymore. Yes. Uh, Phil says, is the first year I've been truly invested in for a long time. Yeah, I, I'm I get, I'm getting that from a lot of people. I think because this crop of movies has been so much, I don't want to say mainstream, but people mm. have seen them. So it, it, it's a little different. Whereas before they'd have, have stuff that nobody really watched, in my opinion, like like the artist. I still don't know anybody who's seen the artist. <laughs> I haven't seen it. <laughs> uh, Cookie's with us. Hey, Cookie. Bill thinks I will enjoy everything, everywhere, all at once. I I I know I will. I just have yeah. to sit down and watch it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> totally fair. And all right, Chris. What else did you? Uh... Uh, get up to this week or the last two weeks really um we didn't have a show last week so did you get to uh, catch up on anything or just get more behind on other things <laughs> more behind but i did yeah. read one comic <laughs> <laughs> i read um where monsters lie number two uh-huh. and anybody who remembers when i read that first one it was it was just love <laughs> it was just love. just love here folks <laughs> it, it was uh, yes i love where monsters lie number one mm-hmm. where monsters lie number two I also love it. Yep. I think it's just such a weird book. And the art supports it. The story is bizarre. And in this one, they've introduced kind of a new layer to it. What if the final girl essentially comes back? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And the tables are turned. Now they're being hunted, which is a very cool concept. Because, you know, I love slashers. We've talked Mm -hmm. about it. Mm -hmm. You don't see Sydney hunting Ghostface. You don't see right. you kind of see Jamie Lee Curtis hunting Michael Myers or Lori mm-hmm. hunting Michael you kind of see it sort yep. of. But generally like Nancy never went looking for Freddy and so mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. this case 
Connor is looking for his for these killers. So that's cool. Right. Also, the violence is beautiful. That that's where I'm at. I, the violence is just utterly beautiful. It's particularly, I don't know what is the the dummy or whatever the the little guy with the suit. Frankie. Yeah, he's he just got the the knife that seems like it's bigger than his whole, whole torso. Um, that that's where I'm at with it. I think the, the book is just a lot of fun. He's like classy um, Chucky. Yeah, <laughs> it isn't that what we all need right now. I think classy Chucky. Um, classy yeah, Chucky like... meets Megan, but that's another story. <laughs> sure. Uh, the, the the art I'm not I'm not uh, I'm not totally sold on the art, but what I am sold on is the character designs, and specifically, yeah. like I was talking about the 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 villains or the the killers or whatever. I just think they're so interesting to look at. Um, you know, even the uh, the clown guy, what's his name? Um, at the end, Richard. The, Richard. Yeah. I love how Rich, he has a simple Richard. Name. I think that makes the most sense too. It's great. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just um, so smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Him with the end with the, um, you know, with the uh, uh, flamethrower or whatever. It's just the character designs are just outstanding, uh, and the stories is in this one in the second issue just it started to take those turns like you were mm-hmm. saying about no, this is something a little bit different. It's not just the, um, you know, gruesome kills and, and the the weird characters. Like there's a little bit of a mystery um as well like and, and i'm happy that you know you're talking like about this book like you were talking about twig last year um how excited you are my new twig <laughs> like you're you're, you're you got that excitement level for you know an issue to issue kind of mm-hmm. read that uh this might be it i think i'll speak for you like you the this book is that the only book this year that is like that for you where it's really like a, i i can't wait to read the um, so the far, next yeah. issue. like we're, we're still quite early into the year um, or whatever, but like that is just as you were talking about, I'm like, you know, we, Chris was talking about this at the end of last year when he was talking about Twig. <laughs> it's the same kind of thing. And it's I funny mean, how different those books are. <laughs> what's interesting is where monsters lie, it feels like more, it, it's something more in my wheelhouse. Yeah. Because Twig really was an anomaly. Also, mm-hmm. hashtag Twigvolution until they bring out the second one. And That's then we'll right. have to get a new hashtag. Uh-huh. Or maybe we'll stick with this one. I don't know. But yeah, I think um, I might have found 23's twig already. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, yeah, it's, it's just a, a lot of fun, um, specifically if you're into the genre about um, horror, <laughs> for sure. Um, it's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I can't remember if this one was um, a limited one. Like, uh, yeah, it's limited. I remember when you were talking about specs, and it was four issues. Um, I can't remember. Oh, specs was really good, too, though. But I didn't read specs issue to issue, so that doesn't really count. Yeah, so there's is, there's only four issues of Where Monsters Lie, and that goes up till May 3rd. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if the um, March, April, May, June um, June solicits are out yet, uh, yet or not. So it'll be interesting if it gets a, um, issue five, because it doesn't really say, um, like, in the final issue or ever. Uh, no, but, but I, yeah, this is, it is limited. Yeah. Um, I wasn't sure if I was going to be get this one collected or not, but um, or to, to buy this one physical. And now after reading number, uh, issue two, this is definitely a, a waiting for the collected to buy. Um, it's going to it's going to be a good one to have on the shelf. And, it, you know, we talk about, you know, when we're doing in October or watching horror movies, this this feels like that kind of book where you can pick it up in October you know, around Halloween. It feels mm-hmm. like that type of book, even though it's obviously coming out in February and March and into to, to May. Um, but this feels like a real good Halloween type of read just because of the characters and the story and all that kind of stuff. It's just a lot of fun with it is. the gruesome the gruesome nature to it, which is also cool. If it continues on this trajectory, I think that it'll be prime for an adaptation to a movie like we were talking about here, an anime, which mm-hmm. I don't even watch anime, but I'd watch this. 
I, I just want yeah. to see these characters come to life somehow. I mean, Richard is kind of like he kind of looks like the um, the clown from Terrifier, anyway. <laughs> That's right, fatter. It's a little fatter. <laughs> he looks kind of similar. I mean, they're based on archetypes, so right. Just give it to me. I'm in. But as long as it keeps the same quality, we're two two issues in. I'm mm-hmm. a big fan of it. Yep, uh, I agree. Grab, grab is reading Descender after four mm-hmm. issues, and I wasn't sure, but after eight, I'm all in. Hmm. I'm confused. So, uh, Descender, it's a Jeff Lemire, Dustin well, Nguyen book from a couple years ago. Yeah, but okay, so here's my question though hmm. if after four issues you weren't into it, what kept you going? Is it just because it's Lemire and you know that it, you know, you know, you expect a certain level of quality from him, so you would mm-hmm. think it picks up, or how does mm-hmm. that, how did that work for you? So, it, uh, I'll grab, please, please answer that question uh, that Chris asked in the comments. For me, this kind of leads into something that I read. Uh, a week or so ago, which was uh, issue number one of Phantom Road from Jeff Lemire and Gabriel Walta. And I was talking to you about it. And when I had read um, 10,000 Black Feathers that came out at the at the closer to the end of last year, I read the first issue and I didn't it didn't grab me right away. And it wasn't until I read the whole thing in completion where I, I saw the greatness to it. And then with Phantom Road, I read the first issue and I said, oh, that's OK. It's just just OK. And uh, I mean, I kept telling myself, oh, this is just like 10,000 Black Feathers, where may- and maybe this is a Lemire thing now for me that I'm seeing, but his stories, when they're completed and you've read all of it, are just so much more enjoyable uh, hmm. for me. And I think that's that, that for me, for answering for grabs, that's 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 what I think it is for me uh, with Lemire now. And I've been, you know, re- reading Lemire for a long time and I've read single issues as they came out, but it's, it was the same thing with Primordial from a year or two years ago as well. Yeah. Reading reading it all collected just makes... And this could be every every comic ever. But for Lemire specifically, I feel like when his stories are completed and you read them all together, it's just that much more enjoyable because it's a whole story. Mm-hmm. You know, it, you know, we, we obviously, and people do, and we talk about them issue by issue as they come out, just like we're doing with, with Where Monsters Lie. Um, so you have to do that, but just for an en- more of an enjoy- enjoyment factor, reading it all together, I think it just makes it so much more enjoyable for Lemire. I think I think Scott Snyder is a writer like that too. You have to mm-hmm. read it. I mean, you can read it issue by issue, and it's enjoyable. But mm-hmm. getting the full spread of it is much better, especially because his stories end up being so long that yep. monthly is just difficult to keep up with. I think zero year. It's about twelve issues long. Maybe I'm wrong on that. That's yeah, a whole. It's a whole year. Here's worth the comics. Yeah, it's a lot. And it's like, yeah. well, what happened in issue one? I don't remember. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Batman fought with somebody. The Riddler was there. Uh-huh. Chaos ensues. The, Wonderful yeah, story. That's probably my Gotham favorite. was flooded. Whatever. <laughs> it's a great story. I, I really do love Zero Year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you there. I like that one too. Uh, Eric says, "Poison Ivy continues to be amazing." We talked about that. We were talking. We were going to read that, and I forgot I about it. I have to, I'm going to restart my DC Unlimited subscription, or what is it called? Oh, okay. DC something? Infinite. Yeah, that's it. I'm going to restart it this week, so I'll get nice. to it. Nice, nice. I will be on the Poison Ivy train. <laughs> um, but that's the only, I only read the one book in the last week or so. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as watch, though, I did watch a few things. Mm, yeah, what you got? Um, so did we talk about Infinity Pool? No. I've seen Infinity Pool. <laughs> talked about how disgusted i was by that movie even not having seen it but it's uh, not it's not that disgusting it's really not like people built it up to be this gore fest of like yeah. 
you know, like jaws are falling off, eyeballs are popping out. Yep. People are eating like vital organs, like cannibals. It's all nothing like things. that. Yeah, all, all of the gross things. It's nothing like that. So there is there is one thing that was disgusting, but that's it. Mm-hmm. It was like a you blink, you miss it. Okay. Unless you don't blink a lot, that's up to you. I don't know, I don't know how you do your things. But um Infinity Pool was really entertaining. Like Mia Goth, I, I've spoken at length how much I love Mia Goth and she's terrifying yeah. to me. Um, but really that's a scary did you say lady. that when when you were talking about Pearl, did you say how ter- you were terrified of her? I don't remember that. Probably. She's a scary lady. Interesting. Like I don't care about meeting Michael Myers in an alley. I don't want to see me a goth in an alley. <laughs> I don't trust the lady. But um she's great in it. Alexander Skarsgård's really entertaining because it's, I've only seen him as kind of like a heroic character. Hmm. Even in True Blood, I don't really consider him a villain, but also in True Blood he's a little different. He's more like oh, I thought Pennywise. it was I thought it was his brother that was in it. Uh, what's his name? Pennywise. Yeah, no, no, oh, I thought Kirk it was Bill. I couldn't watch the trailer, so I can't help. I can't tell. You, I can't help you there. But I thought it was that Scar's card. No, no, it's the oh. it's the other one. Uh, I gotcha. It's the mainstream one because Bill is like the the indie darling. I think still. <laughs> That's right. Alexander's yeah. the 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 popular one because of True Blood and other stuff. I gotcha. Um, but really, it's the whole cast that's entertaining, and and uh, it is a weird weird movie <laughs> just a strange trip uh-huh and i love it that's good <laughs> it was really really what entertaining. what is the movie about I, I have no idea i don't know if i if i explain if it spoils it but we'll go for it i mean the movie's been out for a little bit yeah i don't even know how to explain the damn thing so it's it's in uh alexander skarsgård and his uh fiance or something i don't remember i think it's his wife they're vacationing at a, some remote country. I forgot the name of it. Mm-hmm. And in this country, if you accidentally murder someone, which I guess is common there, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> accidentally murder someone, they make a clone of you to be murdered. Mm. And you have to watch your clone get murdered. That's interesting. It's a, a mm. bizarre, like I said, I don't know how, I guess it happens a lot. Yeah, quite the concept. Interesting. Yes, you have to pay some money, you sign a waiver or whatever, and then <laughs> you have to watch your clone be murdered. And the clone has all your memories. Hmm. So it's it's uh, it's it's something. Sign here, initial here, date here. <laughs> right. There, there's more details to it, but I don't want to spoil anything. So. No, that's that's that. If that's the synopsis, that's a, a pretty interesting um, synopsis. Uh, Chris, you're gone. Um, I'm gonna take that off. Look, I'm, I'm split into two parts here. Uh, there we go. That's better. Uh, Infinity Pool. I the only reason I um, am kind of interested in it or even talking about it is because of um, there you are hey. <laughs> <laughs> of uh, the director, uh, Brandon Cronenberg. Brandon, yeah, yeah, because he's uh, Canadian. His his uh, dad is David Cronenberg, legendary um, Canadian uh, filmmaker. So that's the only reason I, I generally have any idea of what his movies are. But much like a um, early, yeah, early in his career, David Cronenberg. That's who his his son is kind of in into that weird, out there, disgusting, you know, the weird feeling crawling up the the back of your neck type of movies. That uh, I was thrown offline for talking about it. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but I, I really enjoy it. It's not for everybody, though. It is yeah. very dark. It's very twisty. Mm-hmm. And it can be intense. Nice. 
Did you, but, you, but you liked it. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is something I will revisit with a smile. Yes. Nice. <laughs> with a smile. With a smile. <laughs> I like that. I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Phil says Mia Goth is nightmare fuel. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it's because it's the role she keeps picking, but mm. I don't think we're gonna see in a rom com anytime soon. Yeah, I was I was thinking about that with um, you know, Jenna Ortega and Mia Goth. Do you think they're both of them? Or we can talk about Mia Goth. Is she typecast now? Where she can't be in anything other than a weird twisted no. horror movie? I would like to see her try. I really would, because I'm mm. sure she's not a psychopath. But the characters that she's picking, you know, they're not they're not um, the best mentally. Right. I guess Maxine isn't crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Grab says, I remember the first time I accidentally killed somebody while waiting in line for Splash Mountain in Disneyland. Spoiler alert, it wasn't worth it. That's right. All you do is get wet. It's very annoying. <laughs> lame. <laughs> yeah, lame. Not my favorite ride. Uh, Jeff says, what's up, guys? Hope you all had a great weekend. So far, so good. Brian Cronenberg is a twisted genius. I agree. I want to see more. In fact, I think his, I've read that his previous movie, um, the one he made before, Infinity Pool, was actually gory and stuff. Yeah. What, what, I, shoot, I can't remember what that one was called. I don't know, it's been recommended to me now that I'm, I liked Infinity Pool, but that one I may need to prepare for. I have to look that up. Uh, oh, Possessor was the one. Yes, that's that's um, next on the list when I feel like doing watching something weird again. Yeah, which An elite know, corporate assassin takes control of other people's bodies using brain implant technology to execute high-profile targets. I'm in. That sounds pretty good. It sounds cool. Um, I watched that. That was a highlight. I watched. Um, you ever seen the movie Birdman with Michael Keaton? Yep. I finally watched that. That was a pretty good movie too. Very, mm. very different in tone, of course, than it been. Mm-hmm. Sure. Good time though. I, I enjoy that a lot. Michael Keaton is great in it. Um, Emma Stone, of course, but Edward Norton is who stood out to me. I agree. I think Edward Norton is one of those actors who cons- consistently delivers really good performances. Mm-hmm. But lately, he's just, he's just not talked about. Yeah. Well, and considering how he started out. Like Fight Club, Primal Fear, mm-hmm. uh, American History X. Like yeah. early on, he was like a like a big Hannibal, like going to be a big star. Yeah, Hannibal. Um, and I don't, I don't even know what he is now. Like he was in Glass Onion. Um, yes. You know, I don't I don't know what he is now. Um, He's just a dude playing a dude. Birdman's from Birdman's from what? Like that's twenty fourteen. I was going to say ten years ago, almost mm-hmm. now. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I, I probably only see Birdman once, but um, yeah, I don't think I liked it as much as you, but I agree about the Edward Norton thing. Um, Good stuff. He's, he's great, great in that movie for sure. Um, what do you think about I, the, the what do you think about the style of the movie where it was supposed to be like one shot? Fun. I like that yeah. a lot. That was that was different. I've seen movies where they supposedly been one take. There was one with Elizabeth Olsen. I can't remember the name of it. It wasn't very good, but mm. that I believe was one single take. Okay. And uh, it, it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't amazing. Mm-hmm. I'd seen it at an early screening, so like a press screening, and it was it mm-hmm. was cool at the time, but uh, it's a bad sign when I can't remember the name of it or what it was about. <laughs> uh, fair. <laughs> I just remember wanting to watch it because it was one take or two takes, something like that. Right. But it's, it's an interesting way to do it, and I think you get a different kind of performance from the actors when you do it that mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Like there, I was reading some trivia about it, and they cut whole scenes because the actors couldn't do it 
you know, mm. they, they didn't get it right that first take. So it's like, well, we can't use this. Yeah, right. There's no going back now. <laughs> right. We can't go back. It's done. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it was, there was, yeah, it is interesting. So the trivia for that was fun. It's something I'd also revisit just because after seeing the ending, you want to go back and see the magic realism stuff, mm-hmm. uh, which I thought was interesting because we've seen it in movies before. It happens. Mm-hmm. But this one put it to the forefront, and I like that because mm-hmm. you really you can take the ending however you want to take it, I think. And that was the intention. It's ambiguous. If you want to believe he's not around, you could. If you want to believe he's flying, that's up to you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> you do you. Because there is they, they don't they do not explain the opening ever. Mm-hmm. And it's funny that it ends it starts in a way that they don't explain, it ends in a way they don't explain. Mm-hmm. So you you have all the in-between to make up your mind. Mm-hmm. What was uh, what was your reasoning behind watching it? It was on um, HBO Max. Yeah, <laughs> the Birdman is on HBO Max. <laughs> it is. I was scrolling through, like, well, I want to watch something different tonight, something new, kind of like what mm-hmm. our friend comic guy Steve is doing. Right. I wanted to do something like, well, I want to watch something new, and that's <laughs> I always do that, and I just end up watching something I've watched a thousand. I times. usually <laughs> do that, yeah. But I was like, nope, we're watching something new because I've kind of been on that that train lately to watch things I haven't seen before. Well, recently, that's what I had done at the end of the year when all the, the movies that had come out uh, in 2022 were finally on streaming. I felt like I was watching yeah. uh, you know two new movies a week that I hadn't seen before. So maybe that's just my uh, my decompression is just going back to what works. Yeah. And then uh, I just watched Scream. I don't want to take up too much time because I think I've rambled a lot about stuff I watched. But I like Scream. All right. The new one. Yes. Oh, I watched five and then I watched the new one, yeah. Oh, did you? Nice. Yeah, I rewatched five first, but uh, the new one is good. I and also, I don't want to spoil anything, but I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Very good. Does it lead into a new one? Not exactly. I mean, it, could, it, it ends pretty pretty. It ends kind of like every other Scream movie. Mm. Ghostface is defeated. Survivors are surviving. <laughs> Kick on the red right hand. That that song. We're good to go. Oh, that song plays good. It's got. I love that song. <laughs> It's so good. Love it. Also, also yeah. um, it has a pre. There's two other good songs on the soundtrack. One is from Demi Lovato. I forget what it's called. Okay. The other one is uh, it's on there. It's good. It plays at the end of the movie. You'll like it. Sure, I'm with you. I'm I'm, I'm agreeing with you, sir. It's good stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you, I, I think you said you're gonna take your daughter to see it on Tuesday. Is what you said? Yeah. Hopefully, um, I'm, she's at her uh, her dad's uh, right now for a couple of days, so I'm waiting for her to. Uh, hopefully, she can watch the last one, Scream Five, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and then go and watch this one. So, yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Five is essential watching to watch that. You have to. This uh, is, I think, the okay. only one in the series you do need to see the previous one. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Just because it's the only the, one. The characters or the story? The characters. Oh, okay. And there is some. Actually, yeah, no, the story too. It, it is mm-hmm. the only one where you need to watch the one before it. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Phil is a big fan of it. Scream 6 is my favorite sequel. Mm-hmm. Wow. I would still expect another Scream. That's the, that's the song. Mike Shin from Lincoln has a great song. The Lincoln Park guy. That's the yeah. other really good song in the. It's in the at the end of the movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll send him. On, I'll send him to you later on Spotify. I, I always think of Lincoln Park at the end of a movie. I just think of Transformers. What I've done, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the one that has a Halloween theme in it? Hmm? One of their songs has like the. Oh. Maybe uh, just I noticed this, but it has the Halloween theme notes. I think it's what I've I don't done. know if it. Is it that one? 
Maybe. Yeah, maybe. It's popular. Maybe. Phil, you know, tell us. You're the expert. Phil would know. Tell us. What did you read and watch this? So I didn't read anything overly new other than Where Monsters Lie as well. But one thing that came out, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, was the the new Superman book from Tom Taylor, The Adventures of Superman, John Kent. Um, oh, yeah. number one that came out. Um, so I'm getting into that again. I'm, I'm going full uh, Superman this year. I've, and Me too. I, don't know, I, I haven't pro, pro, proclaimed this this year, but I'm off Batman. I'm off the Batman so? main title and I'm off. I'm off detective comics. Um, I'm, I'm okay. You're with, off this show. Goodbye. That's right. <laughs> uh, I'm okay. If the, you know, something comes out, like I know there's a series coming out called Batman brave and the bold actually. I didn't um, know. That Tom oh, King's yeah. going to be working on, and Mitch Garrett's uh, is working on. I think it's an anthology series. Mm-hmm. I'm probably wrong about that, but uh, I'm I'm okay if there's you know um, some DC Black Label stuff. But as for ongoing titles, I'm I'm I'm, gonna, I'm off Batman for a little bit. I just I can't. I I've lost my interest in it, um, and I'm I'm very much interested in the Superman stuff. Um, so I think uh, Action Comics 1052 was last week or the week before. 1052, 1053. Um, I can't remember. And obviously we talked about Superman number one the last time. I think that was two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so this week was the um, the adventures of Superman, the John Kent one, which is uh, going to be really interesting because it's going to lead into more Injustice, which is Tom Taylor's wheelhouse. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, he, uh, John's going to be fighting um, some Injustice characters. So um, Ultraman, I think, is, uh, is a big one. Is it going to be like a multiverse crossover thing or are they just in... The regular universe now. Yeah. So yeah, John Kent's still in the regular universe. I'm pretty. I I think. Um, like I think Val Zod shows up in this one, in the first issue as well. But I think they're all coming to, the main main universe. Um, yeah. So that's that. That was this week, and there's another Superman book next week as well. Um, Super, Superman Lost. It's a super um, onslaught. Yeah. It's it's a, it's the year of Superman because we haven't even got the other uh, Connor Kent book that comes out. No. I'm pretty excited though, for all too. the Superman content. So much Superman. It's just nuts. So, uh, yeah, I read um, Adventures of Superman number, uh, John Kent number one, and that was um, last week, March 7th. Um, that came out. Was that um, good? Yeah, it was good. Uh, I, I'm a big, uh, obviously, I'm, or not obviously, I'm a big fan of Tom Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I love a lot of his DC work. Um, and I love his John Kent as well. And I love this John Kent that he's basically kind of, I don't know, redone or remastered for uh, the new age or, or what have you. I like John uh, Kent. Yeah, exactly. So um, I, I like John Kent as a kid as well, like the Super Sons with Damien. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they, you know, Brian Michael Bendis kind of screwed that and made uh, John Kent old, which is okay. I'm, I'm okay with that because um, there still is a relationship between Damien and John a certain way. Um, so I'm okay with that um, as well. You know, what's interesting to me, um, you know, I'm not a legacy character guy, but yeah. if it came down to it, like the mantles, if they had to be passed to John and Damien, I am completely cool with that. Hmm. And I expect that to happen at some point. I'd hmm. even love to see a, an Elseworlds or Black Label book where that is the case. Clark is dead. Bruce is dead. Right. These are the heroes. Yeah, well, and like Tom's, Tom Taylor's did, done that with uh, Deceased, where he killed Batman, and yeah. Damien was, was Batman. And also, I think there's a story in Tomasi's run of Batman and Robin 
where there's like a futuristic look at uh, who Damien is. There, he's wearing, like, what's he wearing? Like a long trench coat or something? And he's Batman. I, I don't think that's that. Tomasi. That's are you talking about Batman six six six? No, I don't. Okay, because Batman six sixty six or however. Um, yeah. That is a futuristic look at what Damien would have been like as Batman, but that's before Maybe. he became a, I don't want to say a softer character, but okay. someone you could like. Gotcha. So his Batman was more murder happy and stuff. Fair. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Um, so that was it for new stuff. I went back and started reading uh, my copies of Essex County um, that I have. Um, the show comes out. Uh, up here in Canada in exactly one week. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of getting primed up for that. Um, and that's it pretty, for pretty much what I read. Again, you know, I've been watching so much. There's just so much on TV as well. Yes. Um, like Eric's talking about Picard. Picard. Mando. Yeah, that. Mando. Grabs agrees with him on Mando too. Yeah, what was... Uh, um... <laughs> Before Damien was a sweet potato pie. <laughs> 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 I wouldn't even call him a sweet potato pie, but he is a, he's a gentleman now. <laughs> He's a gentleman that owns a cow. I like it. I, I I agree that Mando is better than the or the second episode is better than the first. Still not totally on board with it yet. Uh, we'll get, well, I'll, I'll get that in a second. Uh, sure. Jeff Jeff agrees with you. Normally, don't read Superman, but enjoyed the new stuff. I've slowly like I read Superman here and there, but I'm all in on check out this new stuff because I also yeah. this year I want to get more into Superman. Because I love the character from movies. I've read the comics. I like him in the comics, but mm-hmm. I don't keep up with the newer stuff, just the older stuff. So, right. I mean, now on the subject of Mando, <laughs> <laughs> let's do it, Chris. Let's, you got, you got that, you know, that, what do you call it? The chaos grenade, or what do you call it? Yeah, thing? it's a little, little, little chaos grenade, I guess. <laughs> I'm not loving uh, it. I'm, I'm there with you, man. I'm not, not, not there. You know, everybody else yeah. seems to be head over heels. With this mm-hmm. season, I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think if not for Grogu, the, I don't know the, the correct phrase, but the you can see it unraveling to me. Grogu is the glue. Sure. Because I did not care about this episode. I don't care about Bo-Katan. I thought the visuals were cool. I did not yeah. like them fighting the weird Lou Ferrigno cosplayers. Yeah, my son thought they were gorillas. You know, they, they just they, like Star gorillas. Wars gorillas. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I just it wasn't. I don't know. I'm gonna keep watching. I love I love the first two seasons of My Lord. Don't get me wrong. Yep. But this one is just the mark is not being hit for me. Yeah. Um. Totally agree. Um. Yeah. The Bo-Katan character is really strange. We saw in the first episode. What was she doing? <laughs> don't throw Sitting on a grenade. You know, both and then she was still on the, on the throne. What you got nothing to do? You got nothing better to do? You're just sitting there looking go, out the go window. Do something. Yeah. Why are you? Exactly. Anyways, so something about it. It's not for me either. And like, I I like the um the Mandalore stuff. Like we're mm-hmm. getting like I I talked about it a couple weeks ago when I was talking about my love for um the prequel series actually and how I love seeing the Jedi and the Jedi lore and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And I love seeing that about the, the Mandalorian and the Mandalorian that you know Mando actually going to Mandalore um and, and learning about the history. That's very cool. But you know I I don't know if and I agree with you a little bit about the Grogu stuff, but if this cute little character who does flips and does Jedi stuff that, that we say, oh that's fun. Is it still though? Exactly. And like yeah, I don't know. It's something about it. Uh, and we're only two episodes in. Um, and we'll see if it, it changes or it keeps getting better. Or it just keeps kind of moving along. But 
I'm not in love with it as much as I was with uh, seasons one and two. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Grab says I'm with you, kind of. It feels like throwing the animated stuff would really benefit me watching this show. Um, what animated stuff? Well, I like you know if you were to, th- I, I guess he's talking about Mando. Some of the animated Star Wars stuff is really mm-hmm. intricate and people love it. Oh, uh, okay. But they're it's like they're doing their best not to interfere with the animated things. Yeah. But I think Star Wars is such a big universe mm-hmm. in any medium. You can kind of cherry pick and move stuff around, sure. And especially in this era of Star Wars, where there's so much of it, mm-hmm. why not kind of mold it together again? Yeah, well, it took me a while just to to care about actually the Bo-Katan character in, in season two because I had no idea mm-hmm. um, who they really were because I, I hadn't watched the animated stuff, right? Um, so I, you know, it's 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 yeah, I have no idea. And I, again, seeing her now, it's still trying to get excited about who this character is but like the lore of her um and the black saber which was a lot in i think that was season two isn't it just it's just a lightsaber though it's well it yeah but it has history to it like like, so does obi-wan's lightsaber i get it but like the the idea was like bo katan couldn't have the the dark saber because mando had it right in the way for and whose it was and why it was important that kind of stuff I, i i like but Maybe I'm looking for more of the lore. Maybe I'm looking for more of the history and not just the, the cool, not just the moments. yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, maybe more of a story instead of sure. moments. Moments, yeah. Because yeah, e- even this episode was moments. There was cool yeah. stuff in it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. But it's moments. I don't. I'm not registering with what's going on. Like it doesn't matter to me. Except the, the ending was really cool. And I and I hate to say it. I love Grogu. But I might be getting kind of tired of seeing him do the unthinkable. Like, oh, Grogu can escape a cave by himself, pilot a ship. He can't speak, but he got the point across. Cute. I mean, it was cute. It really was. But sure. uh, How long can we have this, I guess? That's what I was wondering, too. Like, we're going into three seasons of him doing exactly the same stuff that he's been doing since episode one. The difference is now he's babbling. Sure. Well, yeah. Like, more talking would be good. He's still floating around his little pod. Which is cute. Sure, cute is we, good. We, we know what his first word is going to be at this point. Daddy? Dad, father, some form of that. Yeah, that's right. Unless it's Yoda, which would be interesting. <laughs> so my son was like, Yoda's his dad. I'm like, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't, I don't think don't, so. I don't know that, but I'm not sure. I, mean, it's, I don't think it's impossible. No, of course not. <laughs> but that would be really strange if they just did that. And it makes that, it makes that alien race so much smaller if he is just Yoda's kid. Because mm-hmm. we've only seen three of this race: Yaddle, Yoda, and Grogu. Yep. Uh, Phil says Star Wars is not as special anymore. I kind of agree with that. Yeah, the V thirty nine guys had that talk on their latest episode mm-hmm. um, about it's it's Star Wars is in a very weird spot right now. TV shows, movies, no movies, games, and the games, games. are connected. Yeah, it's going to be very yeah. Very interesting how they do it. Uh, Why don't you call me baby girl? <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I watched Mandel this week, and one of the other things that I've been watching a lot, and you know, I did an episode of uh, Midnight Vices a couple weeks ago where we did our top ten action scenes, fight mm-hmm. scenes, um, and then doing that, it made me want to watch some of the, the the movies that I had in my list. So I watched both the Raid movies again, um, but then I the, but then I watched the John Wick movies again, and it's. You know, it's again, it's not an uh, original thought, but it's so, you know, we we talk about how goofy it is for Fast and the Furious. You know, they started off, what, stealing VCRs, mm. and now they're going to space. 
you know, John Wick started off with a guy getting revenge on people who killed his dog. And now we're getting into the sewer where there's high table and, you know, the, the continental. That's, and I'm know. okay with that though. I, I am too. Like, and it's so interesting how the story has evolved and how there is a story. You know, we were just, we just talked about, finished talking about Mando where the, the moments, but it'd be nice if there was a little bit more. John Wick has so many moments, but then it has that, you know, the barrio with the you know, Lawrence Fishburne's character and all the, 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 the small stuff. And the, I couldn't be more excited for the ballerina movie. That's going to be coming. The, the spinoff with uh, Anna de Armas. Like, I, I, <laughs> I know, but like, and that's, that scene in, um, in three um, where like they, they go there to it and you learn a little bit more about mm -hmm. who John Wick is and um, you know, where he came from just in that, like the seat, well, I don't know what it is, 15 minutes long, maybe 10 minutes. Um, and, you, and you see some of the ballerinas and like, Oh man, like this, the history of the training, like that, that's where he was trained and all that kind of stuff. Like, and obviously Anna de Armas is in it. We saw what she could do in her very few moments in uh, No Time to Die with her yeah. little action scenes. And in Grey Man. I, I, I haven't seen Grey Man. I won't see Grey Man. You, you talked me out of it. Um, but I, I couldn't be more excited about uh, the ballerina or ballerina mm -hmm. um, John Wick movie. And I like that they're, I think Keanu is going to be in it. I think Ian McShane's yeah. going to be in it. Uh, I, I couldn't be more excited about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I like the Wick verse. Yeah, and that's the other thing. Like, I'm trying to think of like newer movies, and I was thinking about action movies lately and how they're slowly turning into my favorite genre. Um, but like, smart action movies help, um, and I'm okay with dumb action movies as well. Um, but yeah, like, in John Wick's like a smart action movie for with its choreography, um, with its you know story where it doesn't have to have a story. Um, cause it could, it could, it could just be stupid and it could just be action scenes for two hours. Um, That's how I feel about the third one. Yeah. But not it, complaining. It's just how I feel about it. Yeah. So it, it's interesting. And you know, we got the fourth one coming out in a couple of weeks, mm -hmm. um, which is crazy. And it's got that scars guard in it. It's got that bill scars guard. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Bill, Bill's in that one. <laughs> bill yeah. is everywhere. He yeah. was in barbarian. Yep. He's in John wick. He's no Serratu. He's the crow, mm -hmm. which we have not seen yet. That movie doesn't exist. It does exist. I've seen one set picture. It exists. <laughs> Not of him in the makeup, though, because I would have probably already been mm -hmm. more excited than I needed to be. But um, you, you, you can't handle any more vampire with Renfield coming out this year. Who's <laughs> a vampire? You're, 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 no, Nosferatu. Oh no, I was talking about the crow. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. When, when the first picture Nosferatu, it's I don't know what I'm going to do. Like your head's gonna pop off this year. I think especially when it's especially because it's him as Nosferatu just, yeah. <laughs> just like you know yeah, just gonna pop clean up. He was so top. great as Pennywise. I can't wait to see what he, what he's great in everything, but is a like an evil character, he's so good. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I can't wait just <laughs> uh, yeah. So I turned my brain off a little bit this week. I watched Sean Wick <laughs> and then I watched the naked gun movies. Uh, okay, you know, just for just for some fun. You know, and you know, I think you and I talked about this, or maybe you mentioned to me with John Wick, how they all kind of blended together. And mm -hmm. obviously, they are chapters. The Naked Gun movies just blended together. I didn't, I didn't remember the second one at all. Um, so I watched those, and I don't know. I just, I just had a lot of fun <laughs> watching the Naked Gun movies. I don't think I've ever seen one of those. No, you're, I figured you had. You're, um, you like um, Dracula Dead and loving it. Yeah, Leslie Nielsen. So, but I, I don't think I, I don't think I have. Okay. I'm trying to think of Leslie Nielsen movies I've seen. Dracula Dead and Loving, of course. I love that one. Mm -hmm. uh, Repossessed. Have you ever seen that? No. I, I thought that was pretty funny. Mm. 
I, I saw that before actually watching The Exorcist, so I don't think I got all of it. Okay. Because <laughs> it's it's an ex- Exorcist parody. Um, yeah, I don't I don't think I've seen the Naked Gun movies. Another one that I like is he did the Fugitive par- uh, f- the Fugitive parody. I can't remember what it was called. Um, oh yeah, the um, uh, was it was the Wrong Man or something? Yeah, something like yeah, something something weird like that. Um, I had a lot of fun with that one too. It's amazing how you made a career out of oh, parodies. I was gonna say shitty parodies, but parodies. Yeah, just making fun of other. And I gotta get the airplane. Um, airplane is yeah. fun. Yeah. Uh, Grab says I just recorded a midlife vices where I say major league needs to be spliced with the the naked gun. Oh yeah, because he's the umpire at the he pretends to be an umpire oh, yeah, yeah. in a baseball game. <laughs> oh, he does. Okay, I, I just remembered he's in. Yeah, um, Major League is a classic, by the way. Oh, Major yeah. League and Ted Lasso season one are really similar too. Eerily similar. Whenever I recommend Ted Lasso people, I would always ask them, "Have you seen Major League?" It's yeah. really similar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, naked Gun thirty three and the third, so good. Yeah, yeah. I'm guessing that's the third one. Yeah, that's the name of the third one, yeah. <laughs> I have not seen it. I don't, I don't think I have. I have to revisit them one day and see if I if I watch I'll say, oh, I do remember this. Yeah, it's funny seeing OJ in them too. Oh, geez. <laughs> okay, that was before the trial, I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Well, the first one came out in 89. Oh, that was before then. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm not the sure. Trial, when I think it was like 94, 95, something like that. Right, so... Um, yeah, there's a funny one where they make fun of the uh, the untouchable scene with the stairs, mm-hmm. um, and <laughs> there's they're carrying they're helping baby carriages up, and then they drop the baby carriages, and then his character OJ's character has to go and catch them, and there's babies going flying, and he catches one, and he starts to like dance like he like he scored a touchdown, and he goes to spike it, mm-hmm. <laughs> spike the baby down, and the mom comes and catches it, but it's just like <laughs> just, <laughs> just uh, I've always thought about that. It's weird because it's OJ. But. Exactly, that's what makes it funny now. It's just like it's it's OJ, you know. Yeah, in retrospect, that is a weird choice. <laughs> exactly, so weird. Weird. Um, yeah. Uh, so that's all we uh, all I watched um, this week, aside from um, some of the new stuff, Picard and Mando. Um, but yeah, we're gonna have, next week we're gonna be talking about some more new stuff when we talk about Ted Lasso uh, and Superman and Lois and Superman and Lois and Shazam too. Is is Superman Lois on Tuesdays? Mm-hmm. Still, okay. Superman Lois is Tuesday. Ted is on Wednesday, and then Shazam is on Thursday for me. So nice, nice, fun week. Uh, all right, Chris, let's talk about our poll. You are a sicko and did this weird poll. Um, <laughs> yeah. Of all the polls we've done, sir, this was <laughs> probably the weirdest. So uh, it's Sunday, so let's get some fun going. You're only allowed to watch one of these movies for the rest of your life. No other film will exist in the world. What are you watching? Uh, we've got Howard the Duck, Princess Bride, Shrek 3, um, and The Room. Um, and the uh, unabashed, uh, un- <laughs> the, the winner here is Princess Bride with uh, 74% of the vote. Um, so as we go along... Uh, Daniel Voices Comics on Twitter just put said just put on Temple of Doom instead. I like that. I like that answer. Uh, Jay Yaz says this poll is tearing me apart. <laughs> uh, DC Patrol said uh, they went with Howard the Duck. Uh, Phil put a, a gif of Dobby hitting his head against the wall. 
so, Chris, uh, you, you you raised a lot of emotions with this uh, with this poll of yours here. <laughs> well, it, you know, I didn't uh, when I when I had the idea for the poll. I initially was saying, okay, I'm going to put all like horrible movies or movies that people don't really like very much. And then for some reason, I don't know, my I had like a, I don't know, I had a stroke or something. I put The Princess Bride. <laughs> and I wasn't considering how well received that movie is, how many people love it. So when I did, so right after I tweeted it, I'd start to, I started to see the reactions like, oh, this one is not like the other. No. <laughs> <laughs> I made a mistake, and I didn't want to go back on it because, well, people are already having fun with it. Let's just let it roll. Yes. And it ended exactly how I thought it, <laughs> I thought it would. The Princess Bride just annihilated the other choices. Like just the like I, I'm I'm picturing you walking like in an old blockbuster, you know. And you went back in time and you were walking down a blockbuster and you looked to your left. Oh, there's Howard the Duck. And you look to your right, and oh, there's Shrek three. Like Shrek three, <laughs> I don't. Of all the choices on there, that's the that's the funniest one for me. Shrek three, not two, not four, three. but Shrek three. Because so, three is bad. Uh, yeah. So of, of all the movies that you posted there, Shrek three is the only one that I've seen. Uh, so I haven't seen How with the Duck. I haven't seen Princess Bride all the way through, and I haven't seen The Room. Uh, so you haven't seen The Room. No. You're tearing me apart. Yeah, I have not seen it. Actually, it I've seen the uh I've seen parts of the whatever the thing is with James Franco. Disaster. Oh, that's a great movie. Disaster I like that. uh Disaster Artist. That's disaster really good. Artist. Uh yeah, it makes it, the I've room seen. look so much better. Yeah. <laughs> the room is uh it's bad. Mm-hmm. Like like you people the funny people describe how bad the room is, but you don't fully grasp it until you watch it right. and i don't mean like clips you have to watch the entire whatever length it is it feels like an eternity you have to watch <laughs> all of it and after you watch that if you watch the disaster artist right afterward it's a really it's a redeeming mm. experience yeah i but, guess that's um, the only thing i've seen from the room is from the disaster artist yeah you have to watch the yeah. movie itself which mm. i mean I can't, in good faith, recommend it to any living soul, <laughs> but it's it's there. Uh, the only movie I, I hadn't seen in, in those choices is The Princess Bride. I've seen the mm. rest of them. Mm-hmm. Fortune. Well, I, I like Howard the Duck as a nostalgia thing. Sure. But um, The Room, I'd never need to watch again, and uh, Shrek Three. Also, I wish I didn't see. What's wrong with Shrek Three? What's the, what's the beef? I just remember being horrible. I've only seen it once. Yeah. Like, no, nah, this ain't it. Because I, I really to, like Shrek 1 and 2. I don't remember which one that is. That's, That's the, the one with Justin Timberlake? Where he, he, he plays I a don't. character? It might be. Mm. I don't really... I, I know the second one is the We Need a Hero sequence. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think third, the third one might be that. Okay. Uh, That's fair. This is a Chaos Grenade. <laughs> when are we getting Chaos Grenade t-shirts? We were talking about some merch the other day. <laughs> it's a special kind of bad. Are you talking about? Have you seen the room, Phil? Um, oh, uh, Phil has to have seen the room. He's probably got an episode of it on his Phil at the movies. I would love to listen to it. <laughs> yeah. In fact, um, if you don't follow, I love that movie podcast. You should. But if they ever did the room, which maybe they have, I would. Mm. I have to go track that down because that's a good idea. Because I would love to find someone who loves the room. 
There's got to be. It's got to be someone. One person in this world. But for the I do have another poll coming tomorrow, and I assure you, it won't be as one sided. <laughs> or it shouldn't be. Uh, who knows now? Who knows? I mean, I, when I made that, one, I was like giggling in the car, like this will be hilarious. <laughs> that's a, that's the best thing about the poll, Chris. Is just your your. <laughs> Your emotions as you were making the poll. It's like, oh, this is going to get people going. <laughs> you know? And then as soon as it hits in, wait a minute. What did I do? <laughs> Princess Bride, no, everybody loves it. It's got uh-huh. Andre the Giant. Yeah, that's true. Those are true words, man. Other people. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's our poll. Chris said uh, we're going to have a new poll. Mm-hmm. Um, science returns. <laughs> yes, there's been a delay in science, but it's it's coming back. It's coming back, people. Um, all right, Chris, we do have a main topic um, to talk about this week. Um, this week, it was, I think it was even, it's a rumor, it's not even a for sure thing, but yeah. that the Suicide Squad killed the Justice League, um, the new game from Rocksteady? Yes, Rocksteady. Or, okay, Rocksteady, um, it, that was supposed to be coming out, I think, in hmm. two months. Um, uh, May 25th, yeah. It was supposed to be on May 25th. Anyway, so uh, it had been delayed to sometime this year. Um, before that, there was a PlayStation State of Play where they showed uh, pretty extended um, gameplay. Um, before that, at the Game Awards, there was a kind of a short cutscene where we were shown Batman, evil Batman, mm-hmm. uh, voiced by Kevin Conroy. Uh, I mean, before that, I think the only thing that we had seen was something from DC Fandom. Yes. Um, and in between that time, or after the state of play, is when they, or before the state of play, there was announced that, um, and you're much smarter with this kind of stuff than I am about the gaming uh, game types and, and online stuff. But before the state of play was announced that they were, that the game was going to have pay to play or pay for costumes or something yeah. that the, the Avengers game was doing. It was also announced that you could only you had to be online, no matter if you're playing the single player or you're playing um, a multiplayer as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so because of all that, the rumor then came out last week that it was delayed because the reaction to everything that fans had seen and then thus had read and heard about was basically negative all all across the board. Um, and thus they're delaying the game to fix it or, or what have you. So, Chris, I, like I said, you're smarter with this stuff than I am about the, the types of games. So maybe just a little bit more of an explanation about what this game was going to be and why you were not excited for it. Well, I mean, when it was revealed, the first thing I noticed was it, it's characters I don't want to play as, really. Um, other than Harley, because I do love Harley Quinn. But I don't really want to play as Captain Boomerang, Deadshot, or King Shark. Um, as, much, as much as I do like King Truck, I don't feel the need to play a video game with him. And so that was initially a, a turnoff for me. And we've talked about it before. I, I was kind of iffy on the concept of a third-person shooter with these characters because they don't really fit the bill for that. And coming for Rock, from Rocksteady Studios, I expected something, I don't know, a little more like the Arkham games, which it's not, and that's fine. I mean, you got to take risks. you got to try new things. I'm not upset about that. But um, this was meant to be a game's live as a, a live as a service game, hmm. which generally is stuff like Fortnite, if you're familiar with that, or anybody listening or watching, um, where you your 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 player base 
constantly buy stuff to mm -hmm. keep the game new and fresh. So you would buy like uh, a costume or a skin for a weapon or a weapon in general. And these things can cost like $20 just for a single skin. Mm -hmm. And so that's the road this and game was headed. Real money, not in-game money. Correct. 20, real, 20 of your real dollars. Real money, yes. Yeah. And, you know, they use the thing, well, you don't have, you're not paying to play because you can still play without buying these things, which is mm -hmm. true. You can. Um, so it's not too much of an issue, but it is frowned upon. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's also, it, it, it makes it so that the story is not as important, but this game looks like the story would still matter. So it'd be more along, along lines of what Avengers was doing. Mm -hmm. And even if you look at it like that, Avengers failed miserably. I enjoyed yes. it, but it, it didn't work for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And so that's where this game was headed. Now, with the delay, nobody knows what's going to happen. If the delay is even real, what I would, if you look at like the release dates when you try to pre order it, it's not there anymore. Mm -hmm. That's not a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> Up until this week, the release dates on everything said May 25th. Mm -hmm. Not anymore, from what I understand. Mm hmm. So from from the state of play, we're more of the um, the insight into what the game was going to be with the the, the pay uh, aspect of it. Mm -hmm. The trailer that was actually shown, you know, we got a lot of flash. We get some Wonder Woman mm -hmm. in there. We get some pretty awesome gameplay. I like the gameplay. I think it looks like a lot of fun. I like the open world concept. Mm -hmm. um, the game takes a uh, place in Metropolis. So it looks like you can go anywhere. Um, the characters, I wasn't as um, down on playing them. Um, any four of them as well, but for the trailer, Chris, did you do you have any excitement from that? Because from what we saw at the video game awards with the little cutscene, you know, we none of us were overly excited about that um, scene that was shown. But the gameplay that was shown at state at the state of play, did, did that have any excitement level that for you? Yeah, I thought it looks fun. I, I think yeah. that it looked um, like it'd be a good time. Mm -hmm. it, it's still not like I wasn't sold on it though. You know? Yeah. It just looked like some, okay, if it goes on sale, I'll try it. Sure. And I was interested in the story, but other than that, no. Yeah, it just seems like a, a weird thing. You know, I, I don't play these type of games. I don't play Fortnite. I don't, I don't. Mm. you know, you and I are both pretty heavily into Hogwarts Legacy right now. Yeah. Um, there are about 10,000 different costumes, 50,000 wands that you can get in that game. And all you have to do is walk down the street and open a chest and you get them. And you can look like anything you want. You can look as stupid as you want or as good as you want, depending I on what you glasses. want. Exactly. You can customize yourself in any which way possible. Um, you know, and, and like Hogwarts Legacy is not trying to be anything else. It's not trying to one-up someone else. It's not trying to like one-up Red, Red Dead Redemption or something. Hmm. Um, let's, let's just make a, a good game. It's open world. Um, there's lots of costumes. Dress how you want. Um spend you know the in-game money any way that you want um and it just let's just keep it simple and, and the, in with suicide squad kills the, the justice league it felt like they're not you know this the studio or the creators are just like okay well there, there's a way we can get a little bit more money out of people i guess um <laughs> yeah, but like hogwarts legacy is 90 dollars. what it sold like millions and millions of copies yeah, like eight it's breaking records it, eight, eight, exactly like you don't just make a good game. Why can't you just make a good well, game? I don't get the the idea of all this added nonsense. Part of it was this game was being designed. I think they started eight years ago or so, like right after Arkham Knight was done, and that's when Fortnite started to become a real thing. Oh, so when yeah, it was being yeah. developed, it was like, hey, this is going to be the new thing. We got to get on this. Mm -hmm. So that's another reason why it is the way it is. If it was developed 
you know, within the last three years, when the decline has started, it would have been different, I think. Because right. also these games as a live service are also all declining except Fortnite. Mm. The only one that's surviving. Mm, that's interesting. So, you know, these companies were trying to make the Fortnite equivalent or the one that would beat it, and it, it's just not going to happen. Mm. We'll see what this one does. I know that it's too far along. They can't retool it. Yeah, what, what, can, what can they actually be doing here with, you know, let's say they're going to, you know, delay it until September. Hmm. You know, what, what are they doing with an extra five months? I don't even know what they would do because they can't change it. It's too far. The game is done. <laughs> yeah. I would think the only thing they can fix is the always online component and put it mm-hmm. in a season where it's not as packed. That'd right. be my only guess. If there's no way of just taking out the money cost, like, mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, they could, but they won't. Why would they? Yeah. It Maybe would just, make sense. <laughs> sure. Especially because they say they're going to continue to support it after launch with new characters and stories. So they're not right. taking out the money aspect. Hmm. It we'll does not have, well, it does not have good PR behind it right now, no. considering everything that's come out about it. Um, so maybe they're just waiting, hoping that, you know, this stuff will die down. Um, but at every, every release or every, um, you know, every time they show us something new, there's always something that someone or everyone um, finds something wrong. And the, you can't the, please the down. You, you can't for sure, but it feels like the negative is outweighing the positive every every chance they have at showing us something. Yeah. Uh, so it's 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 a long a long road up I think right now for um, Suicide Squad kills justly and for me I I just want a good game I'm still excited for the game but I will not buy a game spend more money on a game the games are already sense. the games are already ninety dollars here in Canada I am not going to spend twenty dollars on a gun um, I I get that that I don't have to. But if the gun's sitting there, and and it's like there's a whole, I assume there'll be a whole menu of, of yeah. things that I can't buy, and they're just rubbing it in my face, you know, it just it just it would just be more or less annoying, um, you know. As for the online thing, that doesn't bother me as much. But you know, what if my internet cuts out? I can't play that's, the game. That's the weird part uh, of it. Yeah, it seems kind of kind of an annoying um, annoyance right now. So we'll see. That would be annoying. Mm-hmm. We shall see. Uh, guys, what do you think about Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League? Um, do you have any hype level for it? Are you excited for it? Let us know um, in the comments down below. Chris, anything else you want to talk about before we get on out of here? Nope. Uh, we have a, the Last of Us finale time. I'm pretty excited about that. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I'm going to watch it. Uh, I'm, yes. scared. I'm worried. I'm nervous. Everything. Everything. <laughs> I'm everywhere. Everything. All at once. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right chris let us know what you got going on you got a new po- podcast that dropped this week talk about it i do i do have something new um so i started a project with my friends phil walsh and anthony caruso we we're going to be focused on talking dc you movie news and just kind of dc stuff in general so i'd appreciate it if you guys would give us a follow over at dc unlimited pod on twitter our first episode is up it is a Essentially, just kind of a long conversation where we introduce what we're about and what we like and what we're excited for. So I think it'll be fun for you guys. We had fun doing it, so that was cool. Yeah. Um, but please follow that, DC Unlimited Pod. And uh, you can follow me specifically on Twitter at thatchris 70 But as always, I prefer you follow this show at G of the Geeks. Emmett is always so much better with the plug, so he will take over. You can follow me on Twitter at Emmett Davis 7 Gathering of the Geeks is available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Gathering of the Geeks and you will 
find us. Uh, like Chris said, we're going to have our new episode of Last of the Geeks, uh, probably coming out this Thursday, sometime this week. Um, and then we're going to have some new stuff coming up on our YouTube channel as well um, going forward. Maybe a little bit of news uh, coverage. And we will get to that when it all happens. Right? A quick gathering. That's right. So um, if you're listening or watching right now, guys, and you're not subscribed to our YouTube channel, please go over and do that right now. Hey, tell your friends, too. Be nice if you did. Mm-hmm. Uh, in saying all that, I want to say thanks to Phil, Jeff, Eric, Grabs, uh, Cookie, and Jeff, and Zeddy again for that quick little hello. In um, saying all that, for Chris and I, Emmett, and I don't remember what I say. What do I say? This is usually where I screw up something. I know. But I, I've been doing lots of the geeks too much. I usually say endure and survive. And I think I just say hashtag we gather on Sundays. So Yeah, that works. Chris we'll and that. Hashtag we gather on Sunday. See you guys next week. <laughs>